0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Monday. Is Monday going to be awesome or is it going to be awful? Welcome to the show. Every Monday, we're going to look back at the previous week, and we're going to look at some of the things that were awesome about this week and maybe highlight a few things that were awful. So sit back and enjoy the next few minutes. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today is June 29th, 2020, and uh, it's been an awesome week this week, and I hope that you've shared in that awesomeness as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to this show today. It looks like we've got some interesting things that are going to happen on the show. But before I get into all of that, uh, let me encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. Wherever you have gotten this podcast from, it'll be an easy process For you just to go ahead and hit the subscribe button, and if there's a notification button, uh, hit that as well, and that'll notify you every time a new episode is uploaded. Now this morning, uh, it's going to be the mid-90s here in New Mexico. Uh, There is no rain, there is no dust, there's none of that. Everything looks like it's going to be a great, great day. And to start off my day, of course, I've got in my hand another cup of good coffee. Uh, actually, I'm on my second cup this morning, and I'm just finishing up the same coffee that uh, I had last week, the Cafe Verona. Uh, we have gone through a bag this week, and uh, it has been awesome even to the end. Now, some of you are probably wondering, well, why do you talk about coffee well, all of this runs on coffee. You think that food is the energy that uh, will put, propel your body? For me, it's the coffee. Uh, I've got to have about three or four cups of coffee in the morning uh, just to get going. And if I'm going to drink coffee, I'm going to drink good coffee. Starbucks seems to be a good blend of coffee for me. Uh, I like most of the flavors. And so I just kind of bounce around between several flavors there. Uh, However, there's one flavor that I will not ever put in my cup again. And it is, I guess, their signature blend there. It's that uh, Pike Place. Uh, It just kind of tastes like it wasn't their best effort. How's that? And I just don't really like it too much, but... Every other blend of coffee I kind of like. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, those of you that are out there listening, what's your favorite blend of coffee? It doesn't even have to be Starbucks. Uh, I'm interested in good coffee in my cup because good coffee in my cup always is awesome. As always, you can communicate with us uh, through our Facebook page, Monday Awesome or Awful. And uh, I'm interested to see what your favorite coffee is. Uh, I'm interested in trying different blends, different companies. And uh, leave a comment there on our Facebook page. And I'll go ahead and read some of those comments next week. And we'll just, uh, maybe I'll try some of that coffee. Now on with the show. There seems to be some progress on the Major League Baseball front. This week they announced that they are going to be Indeed, having a season, a 60-game season, and they're still kind of hammering out some of the fine details on that, but it appears like we're going to have baseball this year. But I'm not holding my breath. If there is an opportunity for somebody to mess this up, uh, they're going to take full advantage of it. Even if it's just for another dollar or two, Uh, They'll probably do that, but right now I am cautiously optimistic, and I'm looking forward to at least playing some kind of baseball season this year. Uh, I need some baseball. We need some baseball. This country needs some baseball. We need to get our focus off of everything else. Now, my main concern is that we're going to drag politics into our sports, and that will not be awesome. Awesome. That will be awful. And it's going to turn off a lot of fans, me included. And um, I'm just not interested in the politics. If I'm not going to turn on the news and watch the news, I'm not going to turn on a baseball game or a football game uh, so that I can get a political statement there. I'm done with it. I'm sick of it, and I'm not alone in this. However, I'd like to see some baseballs being thrown around some baseballs being hit with wooden bats, and baseballs flying over the fence. Those of you that know me know that I am an Arizona Diamondback fan, have been for a long, long, long time, ever since 1998 when they came to be. And uh, I have followed them this whole entire time. I do have a World Series ring, although it's a replica. I do have a World Series ring that uh, I received by attending the ring ceremony uh, in 2002. So uh, I am interested in that. Now, as far as football is concerned, it looks like football's starting to go about. And I've not really uh, investigated a whole lot, but it looks like uh, the, t- the New England Patriots didn't let any grass grow under their feet. Uh, as soon as Tom Brady uh, signed his contract with Tampa Bay, appears that they've signed another quarterback, Cam Newton. And uh, I'm not sure if Cam Newton's going to be a good fit for him or not, but I think it's a smart move. Uh, he's been injured an awful lot for the last two or three years with shoulder injuries and foot injuries and just kind of a – Uh, It seems like uh, he's never been able to recover from that. Uh, But the Patriots uh, got him at a cheaper price, and it gives Cam Newton an opportunity to show the rest of the NFL that uh, he can still play some football. And I think it's a win-win for both situations. Uh, It's going to be a great fit. Any quarterback going into that system, they've got an opportunity to learn an awful lot and. To improve themselves and so I wish the New England Patriots the best I wish Cam Newton the best and I hope it all works out uh, just when you play the Packers uh, lay down on the job a little bit for those of you that have tuned into the show expecting to hear an interview with the unsung unrecognized hero of the Marvel Universe we've had a scheduling conflict and Uh, he will be on next week however uh, i do have another guest uh, this week and although she had no idea she was coming on to the show well she's on didn't have to go too far to get her just had to go into the back bedroom of course i'm talking about my wife gina we've been married for 35 years and uh, we've just had a great relationship and I have enjoyed life with her. So let me introduce to you my wife, Gina. Gina, say hello. Hey. Now, Gina, most people probably don't know anything about you. Uh, where are you from?
1: Uh, well, I was born in northern Minnesota, my dad was in the military, and I spent time on Vancouver Island. Um, those are some of my formative years, and then went back to northern Minnesota for high school.
0: Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you brought up your dad, because I know that you don't know that we're going to talk about this, but the last few weeks, uh, we've been consumed with the fact that dad has been in quarantine and has been in quarantine for quite some time. In fact, uh, he lives in a senior living facility, and they've been on lockdown since the beginning of March, and he's uh, gone ahead and fallen twice and has had to go to the hospital, and now just the other day, uh, he finally got his hip replaced. He's been going for 15 years, and he didn't get a hip replaced, but... Uh, he was not willing to get that hip replaced and now he's done that and that's been a tremendous burden on my wife her family and me. So uh, Gina why don't you talk a little bit about that and maybe encourage some of our older viewers just to uh, listen to the doctors.
1: This is under the Awful to awesome category, isn't it? Oh, that's good. A whole new category. Um, Yes, my father was a paratrooper and a prize fighter, among other things. Um, And, of course, this was a paratrooper back at the tail end of World War II and during the occupation where the chutes didn't really give you a lot of cushion when you landed. So his lower back, hips, knees, ankles have been in terrible shape as long as i can remember i remember him um being in traction in the hospital um for like weeks because of the problems that he had suffered from being a paratrooper and of course the hips needed replace replacement but my dad was always fearful um he he thought in his mind that he would lose more than he would gain by having the surgery so he always put it off um and of course he was tough he was trained to be tough um he was a paratrooper, like I said, a prize fighter and a military cop. So, you know, it doesn't come a whole lot tougher than that. Uh, so he wanted to tough it out rather than take the risk of surgery and in his mind, um, the unknown past that. I think a lot of times when um, people are faced with uh, needing a, a joint replacement, they, they fear that they're gonna lose mobility. Um, they always look towards the worst and they don't even listen to the doctor saying, "Hey." I know this is going to be a a success. They just have in their minds the worst case scenario. And that's what my dad did um, 15 years ago. I managed to get him to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, and he had the first hip replaced. It was a rousing success, but he put off having that second hip replaced. I don't know why, (laughs) but so for the last 15 years, it's been a struggle in our family watching him decline physically and everything that that entailed. He doesn't take pain medication. So if you can imagine the, the excruciating pain that he's been through all these years, of course, a person that does take pain medication has a whole nother thing to deal with. But in our minds, we thought, just have the surgery. What's the worst that will happen? We finally got to that point where the worst has happened, where he was basically bedridden. um, And he had a choice to stay bedridden or take the chance that the hip surgery would be successful and he'd be back up on his feet. And praise God, he went for the hip surgery. So last week, he had the hip replacement. The joint was much worse than anyone expected. The bones had fused together. Um, The bones had died. And if he would have gone longer, those bones would have crumbled. And um, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what that would have entailed. So he had a successful hip replacement. It only took an hour and 40 minutes. And the doctor had expected to be at least two hours on it. Uh, My brother was in the waiting room. And that's another praise that he was actually able to be in the waiting room and see my dad during this time. The COVID restrictions had just been lowered. So my, um, my brother was sitting in the waiting room waiting throughout the surgery. And quite a lot earlier than expected, a message came up that um, my dad was out of surgery. And my brother thought the worst. Oh, no, it was too bad. There's nothing they could do. And the doctor came out with a smile on his face, and he couldn't be happier. So it was a successful surgery. The next couple of days, he's been pain free. He's up and about, and today he's moving to rehab to re-strengthen and retrain those muscles and other joints that had been um, a mess for the last fifteen years. So that's our theme. That my brother um, put a post on Facebook about it. Hey, if you have a medical condition, address it. Don't let fear hold you back. From a probable cure, even a possible cure, what's the worst that will happen? Um, You'll stay in the same condition you are, or maybe a little worse, a little earlier than expected.
0: And that's a pretty good message to go out because we've got plenty of our older folks that are scared of these surgeries. Uh, I know my mom kind of uh, faces that too, and uh, she's afraid to get any kind of surgery done because... In her mind, she thinks that if you get a hip replaced, they're going to go ahead and uh, cut off your leg or put an incision in your leg that's about 18 inches long, and the recovery is going to be months and years, and you'd never be able to get back. And so they've got these old-school ideas about it, and um, they don't realize a lot of times that medical science has really made great advances in all of this. So this story seems to be a success. Dennis uh, should be up and about, and uh, we call him, or I don't call him, at least to his face, but everyone in the senior living facility refers to him as Dennis the Menace, (laughs) Yep, and um, he'll be back menacing the halls before you know it. Well,
1: he refers to himself as Dennis the Menace also. It's a tag that's been there for quite a while. He can be a menace, but he's a sweetheart, and big teddy bear.
0: Yeah, he is, and uh, we've just kind of, well, as a son-in-law, I've just kind of grown to love him, and... Uh, thankful for him but good to see that all of that has kind of resolved itself now and we're thankful for that and my wife can go about worrying about taking care of me for a change.
1: Actually the next stage is I told my dad the goal right now in rehab is for him to train so that he can travel and I cannot wait To go get him and bring him down to New Mexico, give him a change of scenery, give him a change of pace, help him re explore the world. Imagine the world is his oyster now.
0: Yep, that's right. He's never been down here to New Mexico to see us, and uh, we're kind of looking forward to having him. And yes, the son in law is saying that. (laughs) (laughs) So, parents, parents are, you just don't get it sometimes. (laughs) And i know
1: that our daughter talks about us that way too yeah probably yep. you know, yeah yeah we
0: we kind of strange a lot too i guess it, uh, they're gonna have stories about us and oh they already do yeah uh, maybe before long one of my daughters will start her own podcast called misadventures with mom and dad boy are there some stories there But we'll leave that for another time. I want to thank Gina for being here with us, being our stand-in guest. Uh, Next week, uh, Lord willing, in The Crick Don't Rise, we're going to have the unsung, unrecognized star of the Marvel Universe. And uh, I talked with him on yesterday. And uh, we are going to start the interview sometime this week. I'll tape it beforehand and put it right into next week's podcast. Thank you, Gina.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And y'all out there in podcast land, take heed while you can.
0: Now I'd like to finish the podcast with another episode of Misadventures with Mom. It's amazing how some of these things come up. Don't really plan them out. Uh, Sometime during the week, somebody will say something to me, and it'll trigger a memory, and boom, there's another story that I have for the podcast. So this morning, we're going to go back in time, way back in time. We are going to go back in time to when I was just a young Boy Scout. For those of you that don't know what Boy Scouts are, up until recently... The Boy Scouts of America were a very large organization, and a lot of young men participated in that uh, probably for a hundred years. Uh, there's a lot of things that they taught. They they taught about country. They taught about uh, teamwork. They uh, everything kind of revolved around learning skills. You could get merit badges, archery merit badges, swimming merit badges, craft merit badges. Whatever they were, you had that. And uh, back when I was a youngster, that was a really cool thing to do. And uh, so uh, I went through the Cub Scouts, and I had just started the Boy Scouts. And one of the highlights of being in the Boy Scouts is you got to go camping got to go camping a couple times a year and that's always exciting and more so for me because my family was not a camping family. Now Gina's family, they camped all the time. In fact, uh, they would be in the car and they'd drive and they'd drive a couple hours, not re- probably not even intending to go camping. They stop the car, uh, put the seats down and sleep in the car, kind of make a campfire, do whatever and camping was a big part of their lives my family not so much Uh, My mom's idea of camping is going to rent a motel room somewhere and uh, watch TV, and uh, my dad didn't do much camping either, and so uh, when I joined the Boy Scouts, that was kind of one of those neat things that I got to do because my friends at school were always talking about, hey, we got to go camping, and it sounded like so much fun, so the first camp out came in... I don't know how it happened, but the scoutmaster put me in charge of a patrol or a pack or, or whatever they called that. And I was responsible for uh, planning part of the camp out for my patrol. Uh, I had to make sure that everybody had their tents or sleeping bags, all of that. But I also had to plan the menu. and I was responsible for going to the store and buying all the supplies, putting it in the cooler and make sure that we got it out to the campsite. That was my responsibility. But you know, sometimes moms get real involved in our lives, don't they? And they want to see you succeed. And I'm sure that mom was a little bit worried about me being out in the middle of the woods camping, even though we had adults there with. Uh, But uh, she wanted to make sure everything ran smoothly. And so instead of going to buy the food so that we can cook it over an open campfire, my mom bought the food so she can cook it. And I want you to imagine this, if you will. Uh, We get out of our cars, the whole scout troop, and we get our backpacks on we go hiking into the woods we get about a half mile off the road and uh find a little camp spot and we're setting up tents and we've got a fire going and uh, all of those things are happening and uh the meal comes in the other patrol i don't know they've got hot dogs on a stick or something like that something really cool uh that boys like and you know we didn't have anything didn't even have any coolers i don't think uh but my mom had said okay son i want you to look at your watch at six o'clock i need you to hike back to the road uh, and meet me there and so i hiked back to the road and my mom was waiting there and my mom i had a big platter of food for my patrol to eat and uh i there was all kinds of things because it went on all weekend Uh, my scoutmaster was just a little bit upset and disappointed and you know uh, i got a little talking to about that but while we're over there looking at the other guys uh eating all this neat stuff on the fire my mom has made the food and delivered it right there almost to our campsite uh you want to talk about embarrassing man was i embarrassing now Uh, If I remember correctly, we ate good. My mom, uh, I I know one of the things that we had. My mom used to make these chicken legs or chicken wings that were teriyaki. She hasn't made them in years, and I don't even know if she still knows how to make them. But every time my mom had a little dinner party at the house, uh, there was always these teriyaki wings Uh, there uh, for everybody to snack on. Uh, I remember as Boy Scouts, uh, we're sitting there around the campfire uh, eating these teriyaki chicken wings, and everybody's looking at us, shaking their heads, and man, was I embarrassed. Uh, You know, it's one of those things, when I got back from camping, uh, my mom had tried to do a good thing. My mom had uh, gone the extra mile to make sure that we were eating good. But I had to sit down and talk with Mom and say, "Mom, uh, you just kind of embarrassed me. Well, why did you? Embar- why are you embarrassed, son?" said because we're supposed to be roughing it we're supposed to be camping we're supposed to have the hot dogs on the stick we're supposed to uh have chicken in a dutch oven we're supposed to uh have breakfast on an open fire uh and we've got catered food and now i'm going to scout meetings and they're laughing at me and making fun of me and they're uh they're mocking me saying hey next time we go on a camp meeting maybe you can bring chef boy rd too And uh, just one of those things in my memory, uh, real young, uh, probably, uh, I think my brother Casey was probably involved in that, uh, because he was in the Boy Scouts with me, but uh, it was just one of those interesting times. Moms, what can you do with them? And old dad, uh, he just kind of went along with it, but moms, you love them? But sometimes they just embarrass you. And I've had few of those moments growing up. All right. That'll be the end of the podcast this week. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope that uh, uh, you'll remember those sage words of advice from Gina about parents and getting surgeries. And tune in next week, and we're going to have that interview with the unsung, unrecognized hero of the marvel universe and i'm looking forward to that and i know that you're just going to enjoy that special guest until next week god bless you and may next week be an awesome week